Welcome to Life on the Other Side of Should, a podcast coming to you remotely from the Sheehive Women's Collective in Ferndale, Michigan. I'm your host, Ursula Adams. And I'm your other host, Sonia Mastic. And we're here to debunk the pretty, pretty bullshit that women have been taught to believe about themselves. And explore how women can thrive when they live life according to their own rules. Own rules. I like that. So, how are you doing, Sonia? I'm well, actually. Doing really good. How are you? Good. So, somebody had a birthday in quarantine? Oh, yeah. You know, there's, there's no more excitement than having a birthday when you can't do anything. Yeah, that sucks. But, um, so what'd you do? Well, I did do a Zoom with some friends at night, had some cocktails. So, we did basically like a virtual happy hour. And my husband ended up finding a baker in um, Ferndale, Michigan for uh, a specialty. I love cherry chip cake. And so I got <gasps> this little tiny cherry chip cake. Mine too. Cherry chip. Oh, my very favorite. Yeah. We well, this woman made this like incredibly butter. It was like so much butter. It was like heavy. It was hard to cut through. It was just so nice. <laughs> yeah. So. So I had the cake made for me, and uh, but it was a really good birthday. A lot of my friends uh, just ended up shipping things. Yeah, that's very cool. That's very. That's cool. good. Um, what what's the bakery? Let's give them a shout. Oh, out. You uh, not know? I think it's called Sweets by Aaron. It's okay. Aaron, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so for those that haven't seen the podcast before, which is now video cast, what we do every single week is we pull a, a should out of the should box. And the should box is a box of shoulds that are collected um, from women at the Sheehive. Whenever we hear you say the word should, we have you write it down, we throw it in the should box. Well, the should box at the Sheehive, and I have not been there in a long, long time at this point in time. I think it's been about 40 days since I've actually been to the Sheehive. So we're going to have to whip, um, whip shoulds out of a, a different box. <laughs> That was poor. That was poor humor. <laughs> so, you went for it. Yeah, I did. You got any shoulds on your mind? I, you know, I, I, I'm still in the, um, the, the ones that we always have, which is going through this quarantine now. Is I should have my shit together. I should be exercising. I should be using this time to learn a new skill or lose weight or whatever you feel like your should is. And, um, or the, the one thing I do here is, is I should be used to this by now. Yeah. Yeah. I should be used to this by now. I'm going to admit I had a mild, not, yeah, just a mild freak out this week. So I've always been a late bloomer. I guess the pandemic, um, panic is no different, <laughs> right? And, um, <clears throat> I think it finally, it just hit me this week that, um, I'm not waiting. I'm no longer waiting for something to get over. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I have a feeling we'll probably be repeating this, like many times. And it came about so you know I work remotely or work um, contract for a client, and um, and uh, this Thursday they shared that we probably won't be going back in their office until July, maybe August. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, shit. Like I've been sitting here thinking, like this is a short term thing, right? And. Um, and it's not, right? And so I've been doing a lot of stuff um, throughout quarantine that I would not normally do. Like, and, I, and when I say that, um, you know, just really fucking off on some responsibilities and um, giving myself just a lot of leeway to make, you know, whatever decision feels good. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. But like, I'm like, if I continue that, you know, I'm going to be broken really, really fucking fat, you know, like if I don't... <laughs> If I don't start paying attention to myself again. So I'm not even saying I need to use it to, um, 
to better myself. Like I needed to live my life. I need to stop pretending mm-hmm. like this isn't my life anymore. And well, I think it's a big thing. I mean, my husband and I were talking the other night about the fact that um, we both had independently had conversations with our therapist about um, it, really that, and it's sort of living in limbo. Yeah. Um, you don't want to, you know, you're sure that things won't go back to the way they were, but you also don't know what the future looks like. And, and for myself, I haven't wanted to commit to things, even like to hanging pictures and because I plan on moving. But yeah really been put on hiatus with this because they're not showing homes and stuff right now mm-hmm. so um i've been putting off doing some things because i'm like well you know what if i hang the pictures and then we move or what if what if what if what if and so that was sort of the the thing that we came to was you, ha- you have to live in the now you have to live with what things are now the reality of what things are now yep and then if things lighten up and get lessened and we get more and more um abilities back to, to go and, and live more, you know, normal lives. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that will just be a, a, a blessing. It'll be easy to fall back into that. Yeah. The work will be kind of just establishing something now. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that, you know, I, I, it is, it, you, I think you found the right word. I felt like I've been living in limbo forever. Mm-hmm. Right. And treating like this was just kind of an interim temporary state. And, um, you know, for instance, I just had three dozen cookies from Detroit Cookie Company <laughs> delivered this last week, you know, like, I would never order three dozen cookies from Detroit Cookie Company, right? And, um, and I'm like, shit, I, you know what, I must, I need not ever eat three dozen cookies, and we didn't eat all three dozen, but um, from Detroit Cookie Company, like, me would not do that, you know, like, mm-hmm. the normal me would not do that, and, um even if I am in quarantine, I'm allowing myself some leeway because we're under stress. I get that, you know, mm-hmm. but, but like, I need to start treating myself like I, I, this is my life because this is my life no matter what, even if it is temporary, this is my mm-hmm. life. So that's what was really on my mind also this week. The other thing, and I, th- I don't know if we've talked about this before, but it's becoming, um, so, you know, for those who don't know, we moved from the city of Detroit to a suburb last June. And um, I was, um, I threw away a lot or gave away a lot or sold a lot before we moved here. And um, shopping has always been a way for me to release. It it is, you know, I have retail therapy extraordinaire right here, right, you know. And so I was pretty um, diligent when we moved into this place that we didn't bring a lot with us because I wanted it to feel lighter. And I wanted it to feel not so heavy and not so bogged down with crap. And a lot of the stuff I bought, I wasn't buying good stuff. I was just buying quantity, not quality, right? Mm-hmm. And so like when I gave away my clothing, um, I donated it. I mean, I donated so much, they literally asked me if I had closed down a store when I donated it. <laughs> I'm like, nope, just my basement closet. And um, one thing I've noticed is that I've reverted back into some of that retail therapy to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And so Amazon has been at the house almost every single day. And um now, no, now, right now, what I buy, I, um, I buy shit for the house now, you know, like cleaning supplies and stuff like that, you know, like mm-hmm. that's how I'm feeling control is I just clean incessantly. But, um, but I was looking around my house and it's starting to get crowded again. Like there's a lot of shit in yeah. there and furniture has always been one of the things I buy lots of cheap furniture and I'm like, I fucking hate all of this furniture. And I just want a couple good quality pieces and I don't want to fuck around with this anymore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So it's this idea of, you know, and it's, and I think it's 
the trend thing, like this idea that you should follow trends, right? So mm-hmm. I want my house to be cool and trendy and all that kind of stuff. You know what I want? I want a couple of solid pieces of furniture that don't fucking fall apart. Right. right. Yeah. Because I'm going to say it, I bought a couch at Wayfair. Well, I bought a lot of furniture at Wayfair. I actually just paid it off today. I bought it in June. And that shit's already falling apart. Wayfair, from my experience, is just junk. It is. It's just absolute fucking yeah. junk. And they're, and they're a junk company, too. So. Yeah. 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 Learn my it. lesson. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. So don't shop at Wayfair. But I don't know. Well, how are you? You don't seem to me, and I don't know, we've never really talked about it, but you don't seem to be like a, like a quantity shopper. <laughs> no, I am a, um, for me, shopping for certain things, it feels like self-care. Yeah. So I feel like um, shopping sort of falls in a couple categories. I mean, it's, you know, the, the, especially when it becomes problematic, there's a, obviously an expansive amount of, um, of um, reasons why, but you know, anxiety, control, boredom, mm-hmm. um, and for me, uh, it becomes a lot about self care. I am not been a person to, to exercise a lot of self care until recently in my life, and so it sort of um, falls under that. I don't really buy a lot of stuff, but I buy things. I, I do fall into the trap of this thing's going to make my life better. Yeah. I still do it. I still like. I'm like, oh, I have this thing, but there's a different version of this thing. That's why I haven't been working out. That's why <laughs> one thing. I absolutely do that. I absolutely yeah. do. Uh, so I try to be better about that, but I don't really do quantity. And I, and I definitely have learned my lesson about quality. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so a girlfriend of mine, Georgia Cobana, so she writes for the free press. She writes mm-hmm. on the opiate uh, crisis now, but she used to be their shopping, shopping mm-hmm. writer, which is kind of a weird um, uh, trajectory, but she's just a beautiful writer. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I've actually done work with her. She's written uh, pieces for some of my clients. Yeah, yeah. So um, I remember talking to her once. I had splurged and bought for um, grad school graduation um, an Eileen Fisher dress, and mm-hmm. it was about two hundred some dollars. And I remember talking like that was a big deal, you know. And I graduated from grad school five years ago now. I still own that dress, right? You know, mm-hmm. like I don't think I've owned anything that long. And I remember her asking me like something like, you know, how many pieces of Eileen Fisher do you own or something? We were talking brands because we were talking about things that like are good. And I'm like one. And she has a lot. And because mm-hmm. she buys really good quality stuff, whereas I will. Anytime Old Navy would go on sale, I would buy everything from Old Navy. I could, right? You know, and I'd wear it once and then it would disintegrate, right? You know, or fall apart. And um, and now I'm like sitting there looking at it. I'm like, man, you know, like I have one good quality piece in there and the rest of it could go away tomorrow, you know? So, you know, I've just I, been thinking a lot about it. I wonder if maybe the whole Im- impulsion with, with clothes shopping is that if you buy quality, you feel you'll have to commit to a size. Mm, there's something well <laughs> well besides the last couple of years where I went drastically down and, and back up I have been pretty much this size my entire mm-hmm. life so that's I mean I've hovered between just a couple sizes my entire life so that's not necessarily you know the thing mm-hmm. it's just I want more right mm-hmm. you know oh, like mm-hmm. if you know if I and there's nothing that can possibly fill when you want anything but there's a brief fleeting moment of happiness when you put it on for the first time or it shows up on the doorstep or something of that yeah. sort, which is why I've been buying every 
you know, essential oil and cleaner I can because they come one at a time every day. There's something, mm. you know, but literally I'm, I was even looking at my essential oil drawer. I use four oils, right? So literally four. I use lemongrass and rosemary when it's warm out and I use eucalyptus and lavender when it's cold out. And mm. I have 500 bottles in there, you know, of shit. Like, I don't even know what yeah. it is and it smells bad, you know? Like, why do yeah. I have this shit? What's yeah. the... What's the stupidest thing, um, and I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the answer to the question myself. what's the silliest thing, not stupid, silliest thing you ever bought that it was going to make your life better? God, there's so many. <laughs> um, I'm just looking around my... <laughs> that, that, that's a rough one on the spot. I, I don't yeah. know. You know, usually it's like, it's, it's dumbass kitchen gadgets. Yeah, yes. They break, you know, they break a few minutes, you know, you know like a few yeah. minutes after you get them or whatever. And they're always just like things that that are supposed to make it easier, you know. So I think that's probably kitchen gadgets are my biggest one. I haven't been purchasing them in a while. I just I just go to like Dina Deluca or somewhere, you know, where I can get quality and just get a quality one because it's just like yeah. meant to using it because I spent so much damn money on it. You know? Yeah, I um, have never been to Dina Deluca before. Yeah. <laughs> I buy all my kitchen shit from Target. So well, I do. Yeah, I usually do like Bed Bath and Beyond or yeah. stuff there, but yeah. Yeah, the other day, you know, you think about it. So we've been cooking a whole lot more since, you know, we've been um, sheltered in place because mm -hmm. we don't cook, we normally don't cook. Actually, we are the opposite. We used to order out every single night from a local small business and yeah. many different local small businesses. And once the quarantine happened, we stopped ordering from them. And I'm like, I feel kind of bad. But at the same time, we really did support them for a long, long time, pretty mm -hmm. hardcore. And, um, and so I actually even did some baking. And I um, went into my baking utensils and I still have shit from my grandmother and my mother, right? You know, and because they bought some good quality pieces back in the day and I now own them and they still work and it's amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could buy the newest one, but what's the point? So, yeah, I don't know. So, so how much, how much kitchen stuff do you have that, that you've still never even opened or used? Um, so, um, Kitchen stuff has never necessarily been my biggest thing, um, although um, there's a zoodle maker in there that I have never used. <laughs> no, will you ever? I, oh, I bought an Instapot that's still in the box last year yeah. when I lived in Detroit. Um, I think besides that, I, t I t Brian's the worst when it comes to kitchen gadgets. He is, because he does most of the cooking in the house. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if there's a waffle maker or a fajita maker or a taco bowl maker or this maker or a that maker, that dude owns it. Like, when we registered for our wedding gifts, he went crazy. Like, <laughs> I'm like, um, I'd like some dishes. And he's like, and a this, that, and a pasta maker, and a this, and a that. I don't know. He's You're like, do they make those? <laughs> yeah, do they make them, right? <laughs> so, mine, I don't know. Notebooks are one of the things I always buy. A yeah, you on. you have a raging off supply problem. I do. I do have a raging <laughs> off <office> supply problem. <laughs> so so much stuff. Yeah, and yoga gear. That's the other stuff because mm. same thing. I always think if I have just the right yoga gear, or the coolest yoga gear, it's going to make me want to actually get down on the yoga mat and do something. That's what I mean by like exercise stuff, where you're like, oh, if I if I just have the right clothes, if I have this, if I have that. But circling back to about the. Um, the the clothing and sizes yeah point that i was getting at is i actually know some people who refuse to buy quality in the size that they are because they feel like that's them giving up on losing weight yeah that, that they've accepted that this is the size they are and this is the size they'll be 
And so I just found it really interesting. I, I, I'd never heard that until recently where they were like, I just won't do it. You know, and that makes a lot of sense. And let me tell you something in plus size, because I am a plus size woman, they don't, it is incredibly hard, incredibly hard to find quality plus size clothing. Yeah. Because who would invest in it for the most part? We're taught that, you, you know, how fucking sad when you really think about it, like, I don't deserve quality at this size. Mm-hmm. Right? And, you know, because that, that's one thing I have been, because um, I have been looking for some new shirts. And I don't want polyester throwaway shit that a 16-year-old would wear. <laughs> Not like two o'clock, but, right? But it does should you. It says you should yeah. want to commit to getting smaller in order yeah. to have quality clothes. Yeah. And I have been looking for natural fibers and colors that aren't gauche, you know, like mm-hmm. something that represents who I really feel I am. I have yet to fucking find it because everything is just this, especially for plus size women, just this throwaway bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I am trying to, you know, and if it is quality so far, what I found is something that like, it's like too outdated for my, you know, almost 70 some year old mother. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> well, it sounds like, I know a few years ago, the entire model of Old Navy was disposable clothing. That yeah. The point of it was that one se- they like they wanted to condition women that one season, then you get rid of it. Yeah. And that's why they don't sell staples. They don't sell like, you know, really good pair of black slacks. And, you yeah. Know, and, yeah, it just sucks, you know, and I'm sitting here, man, you just really like opened my eyes about something because it is frustrating as hell. So by the way, if there's anybody out there that knows how to design clothing, good clothing, you've got to market, I swear to God, for some plus size women that want some natural fibers on their body that will not fall apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, The last thing you need to do is pack all of this into some polyester. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I just want to feel good in my clothes and, um, God, it's hard as shit. <laughs> and let's talk about the designers that make plus size clothes that aren't plus size. Oh, fuck that. That makes me so mad. Or the fact like, that I. Like Stella McCartney and stuff. I'm like, I have plus size, size 10. <laughs> Fucking pisses me off. It so goes bad. up to 12. <laughs> I know, right? I get so bad because I'm, you know, because I do. I One of my um, probably healthy, unhealthy habits is. I will shop online for hours putting shit in a basket and then just abandon it, right? Because it was just the thrill of the hunt that made made my mind, you know, stop thinking about anything else, right? And, um, <laughs> and so I always get clothing stuff that pops up on Facebook, in particular uh, ads. And I'm like, I can guarantee you, it's cute as shit. None of that's going to fit me. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. My favorite are um, Chinese plus sizes. Like size five X is an eight. <laughs> I have the unusual problem that I'm plus size only up top. Yeah. So I have to buy like plus size shirts, but I can buy regular pants. Try to buy a bathing suit. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. When you, when you can't mix and match, it's absolutely insane. You know, I yeah. have like really expensive specialty like suits and stuff, you know, but yeah. It's, none of it is designed. I mean, look at all the um, clothing companies that were just in, um, I live in Ferndale, and just in my town of Ferndale, they had these clothing shops, and they were like, oh, these boutique shops, and they would carry like eight shirts. They were all like, you know, they would fit one boob and one arm mm-hmm. with their extra large. Like, it was the only, to buy anything, and it's the same thing with like the, the boutique shops that are in Royal Oak. Yeah, paid for, and, and they would, they say they have a, you know, some of them say they have a plus size section, and it goes up to like 14. Yeah, and 14 is like average size, like 12 to 14. Isn't it that like the average size? <laughs> I think so, yeah, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. I think 10 to 14 is average, yeah. Okay, yeah. 
could we talk? And I'm just going to be a little mean girl at the moment. Um, speaking of clothing shops in Ferndale, that one on the corner, you and I went in there once after mm. we went to Como's for pizza. Mm -hmm. The one on the corner of Nine and Woodward, that shit has got some sequins in the window. <laughs> it's a real specific uh, audience there. And I, I'm surprised it's still open. It's the nicest woman, you know, seems yeah. to be. But oh my goodness, yeah, that was, that was a crazy store. Yeah. Aaliyah and I were driving by it the other day. So Aaliyah, my stepdaughter and I were driving by it and she's just like, what do they, who do they sell to? Like, that just doesn't seem like a Ferndale kind of vibe. You know? <laughs> like, it uh, doesn't crazy. seem any kind of vibe. It was a very strange, like, yeah, it reminded me of, um, we stayed at this, um, I can't remember what that, I can't remember, what, I think it was a double tree at the time and now it's a Hilton and it's right at the footprint of, um, the, uh, uh, the the Blue Water Bridge in Port in Port Huron. Yeah, and um, we went there for some event, and we ended up staying, getting a room there in the in the gift shop. It reminds me of this gift shop. It was all just like Port Huron things and rhinestone. Like they had bedazzled like koozies and and travel mugs, and it was just like so much bedazzled stuff. <laughs> we only went in because um, it should have been much warmer, but it ended up being kind of cold, and so. Um, my husband ended up getting a long sleeve shirt and they did have like this plain like tan long sleeve shirt that said Port Heron. He's like, whatever, I'm freezing. He forgot yeah. to wear the coat. And um, yeah, not thinking also Port Heron's always colder by the water and stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, we walked through that store for quite a while. It was it was pretty good entertainment. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm trying to think if I own anything with bedazz. I do own one thing with bedazzling on it. But it's kind of cool bedazzling. It's my Detroit snob t-shirt. <laughs> So that's okay. Seems fitting. Seems fitting. Seems like it should. Yeah. But yeah, there's, oh man. That, it, I have to admit, my other um, least favorite, um, and I'm probably going to alienate some people, so I probably should, should, mm, I probably need not say it out loud, but I'm going to just because it shows that um, I'm not perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what I will never wear as an adult woman is cartoon characters on my clothing. I'm with you. When I was young, like, you know, in my, like, late teens and early 20s, I yeah. did at some point because people thought would buy stuff for you because yeah. they, you know, they weren't quite okay with you being an adult, apparently. Yeah. So I did when I was really young, but I, yeah, not, not as an adult. If I see someone, like, the, the, again, I apologize if this offends anybody, but the, you see the people with, like, the, like, Planet Hollywood leather jacket, the jersey leather it's a varsity jacket, and then they've got, like, Mickey Mouse on the back, or, like, <laughs> Tunes, you're like, what? There's so much wrong with this. <laughs> like, first off, that jacket was like $600. I, I mean, know, they, right? they were into it. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Just the, 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 the leather hardwalk cafe jacket alone, or the leather NASCAR jacket. <laughs> oh my God, that just totally reminds me. I have to show you something. Um, hopefully, I can hold it up to the camera so you can see it. So, um, so I think we've talked about this before. One of my husband's very favorite pastimes is fighting on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so um, um, I sent them to his this today. And it says, this is the guy you are <laughs> arguing with in the comments. Oh <laughs> Let's just get a picture of that. No, <laughs> My eyes. <laughs> but I heard somebody say, you know, like, yeah, you never actually... Yeah, that guy never finished biology and he ended up dropping out of high school, but suddenly he is the expert. <laughs> so, well, we had just a few minutes left. What else is on your mind this week? I do like that. The, um, 
the, there was a meme that circulated that said uh, 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 it was Robert Downey Jr. doing the, you know, uh, it says, I'm so glad that my, um, my friends on Facebook that didn't finish high school have switched from being constitutional scholars to infectious disease uh, specialists. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Isn't it the truth? Oh my gosh. On point. On point. I tried to yeah. You know, I go on Facebook to check SheHive stuff and to check your stuff, pretty much, and Kristen Kukendall's stuff, too, because mm -hmm. the two of you, for the most part, because I can't argue with people. People are just what mm -hmm. they're going to be, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, there was actually somebody else the other day, I think it was Carly, told me, she goes, I just go on Facebook to look at Sonya's shit. <laughs> Mine's pretty, pretty combative sometimes, so I'm surprised. Well, but, but I agree with you, so you're right. <laughs> okay, good, good. I span the spectrum of like the dumbest otter stuff to very serious like white privilege stuff and yes yeah what was, the, what was the white privilege one you put up today oh, oh a, a group of Karens it's called privilege no 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 <laughs> no <laughs> no there was another one and now it's like oh yes but I can't remember what it is now that was my favorite one that my yeah. friend uh, uh he's a poet Jeff Welch shared it and uh, it, it says, I, I, I just, uh, someone just told me recently that a, a group of Karens is called a privilege and now I can't stop laughing. <laughs> That's awesome. So what you got going on your uh, busy calendar this week? You know, uh, same as every week, uh, cooking, cooking more. I feel like I keep saying, we said it last time, I feel like I live in like the crappiest short order diner, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm just forever cooking and cooking and cooking. And making decisions what to eat and then making it it's just yeah so but you know same i've got i've got other podcasts to do and um work a lot of work i'm really busy still so thankfully that's so. cool that's really cool i'm busy at work as well too and so um that's is your house on fire oh oh can you hear that that would be my husband cooking downstairs <laughs> and being too lazy to step on a chair and undo the fire alarm for a minute. I think you just oh. did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> True story. Oh, I am um, actually. I um, enrolled back in my old yoga studio this week. Okay. So, so you're doing virtual. Yeah, they're doing virtual, and so I started yesterday. And I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of free yoga stuff out there, but um, and that's really cool. That I find that I'm more disciplined when somebody's leading me that I understand and know. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I start. I did my first class yesterday with them, and I have signed up every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday for the next two months. So <laughs> mm. it was pretty cool. And it was actually because my um, house is really tall, and um, for whatever reason, we have, I, I think this used to be a two-family home that they converted into one, so both mm -hmm. stories are really tall. And so when I'm upstairs in my office where I am right now, and I open the windows, I'm like at the treetops. And so there's a lot of breeze and um, the birds are right outside the window. So I was doing yoga last, yesterday afternoon. I had the windows open. It was so cool. It was really nice. I'm feeling it a little bit today, but I'll be back on Tuesday. This so, means you did something. Uh, right. I'm like, you know what? Fuck. I've actually got to start living life like this is my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sonia, thank you. It was nice to see you and talk yeah, to you. You as well. You as well. And, um, we will be back together in two weeks for another episode of Life on the Other Side of Shoot. Bye, guys. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.